We back. Real Do It A Kill podcast. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. Rudy's in the building. Yep. I ain't seen you in months. Easy behind the camera. Yeah, man. Our last time we was all in the room was, besides a fight, it's been a long time. I ain't do the podcast with you in three months. Damn. It's been a minute. Last time we did a podcast, I didn't have no car. So I think, did Chris, did Chris Fox, uh get slapped by Will Smith when we did that podcast? Nah. A lot of stuff has changed. A lot of stuff has transpired. Um, but I do want to touch on the first things first. We can just check in with each other. Because I don't think we ever did that before. Uh, we did it before last time, like last year on the podcast. But recent, like 2022, you know, we midway point of the year. Um, Father's Day had just passed. Uh, we all lost our fathers in different ways, different parts in our life. Um, but... I'll let you go, Rudy. How do, how do you, question I want to ask is how do how do y'all handle Father's Day now since you know dad hasn't been in, uh, in on this earth anymore? Uh, you can go. I'm still new to this. I mean, look, I mean, um, just gonna knock the bottle down. I got you. I won't. Well, um. Yeah, you go first because I'm new to yeah, this. You, you I'm, I'm gonna listen to this one. No, no. For me, it's just more like I know I've been without my um, my dad for almost um, since 2019. But luckily, like I just said, um, he's my biological father. But luckily, I had two other men that kind of stepped up and kind of took that father figure role for me. So you know, um, for me, um, losing my dad though, it was kind of tough for me because like obviously like he's the guy that created me and obviously I got a brother and sister by him and he got an, and he has um you know his wife but knowing that he's not here in this on this planet anymore I just I just know that you know it's, it's just days that, that goes by there are certain days knowing that it's Father's Day his birthday is actually on the 26th of this month so you know it kind of hits a little bit that oh he's not there he's not there even though like our relationship wasn't as great but you know you still know where he's at yeah. and knowing that he's not in his home the home that that he's built and the home that he literally the home that he that he that he had he was the first guy to move in there yeah. knowing yeah. that even though our relationship wasn't as 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 great i know or always where he was at so knowing that he's not in his home and it's four years you know i've, I've learned to grow accustomed to be without him but in the back of my mind i know that you know he's just in a better place now so that's how i kind of just view Father's Day, but like I said, luckily, like I said, I I had two great father figures who actually stepped up and actually kind of raised me to be the man that I am today, so, yeah. I mean, um, it's a tough reality. Yeah. Um, like, easy, me and my father didn't really have, well, towards the end, it end and, you know, we had a spotty relationship. We When we was great, we was great when we was Going through it, going through it. Yeah. Um, my father gave me the gift and the tools to be where I'm at right now. Um, so he, it was his, his suggestion to me getting into the music industry. At first, I wasn't gonna do it. To be honest with you, I was gonna go be a petroleum engineer or shit or fucking finance. I got a degree in finance, but he the one that was like shit. You know it, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then on top of that, he's the one that gave me all the tools, like literally when I tell you all the tools from my musical 
everything musical I got from him and my mom, but mainly him because he introduced me to so many different genres and sounds and things of that nature. So, like, being at a lot of stuff that's going on, he's been gone for, what, two years now? When did COVID start? 2020? 2020. Yeah, he died in 2020. And uh, given that, you know, a lot of things are happening in my life that I, I couldn't have imagine to be honest with you a lot of you know you got dreams and shit but you don't really like you believe you can reach them but when you hit them it's like damn hold on you know what i'm saying and being that he was the the one that sparked a lot of these dreams it's kind of hard for me to kind of go through a lot of shit because he's not here and i can't have those conversations and dialogue and you know like mm-hmm. shit like that so like last father's day was tough for me being that like that was my first father's day without him and it was like damn like we wasn't together as much but like like you just said like you know he's right there you know what i'm saying yeah and uh it's crazy just sitting here thinking. I remember, I remember it like you yesterday. You used to tell me like, "Shit, I'm here. Like I'm here." Right. You know what I'm saying? And I took it for granted because mm-hmm. uh, I always thought like, "Shit, you can pass that shit up." But in reality, you don't really have time to just say like, "Oh, I'll get to it later." Like certain shit yeah. is just more. You got. You got. You got to take that then and there, like, figure it out. And then on the other side of me, it's like, shit, I tried everything that I could. So, like, now, let's, like, this Father's Day, I just, like, I don't know, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. I'm still figuring that shit out. I don't even know how y'all getting through this shit just because, yeah, like. Know, I, I told myself, really, um, it actually really started really four weeks ago for me that with situations like that, the one thing that I would tell you to advise for you is that, and I, but I think that, you, that you, you've done an outstanding job is that I never wanted to make any of these situations a crutch to not get where I need to go. Like, don't, don't let it be the reason because I don't think that any of our dads would want that. Fuck no. Yeah, yeah. So, so, my so, dad. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so that's <laughs> my what. My dad would be in, like, it'd be time. I'd be hearing him in my yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. Al? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd I be hearing yeah, him yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. Like, even then when I'm in these meetings and stuff mm-hmm. like that, just I can hear him telling me certain shit. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of times I'd be thinking to myself, and my girl always tell me as well, like, he orchestrated this shit from where he is because where I was when he died, it's like night and day from where I am now. Yeah. And like, I don't know, man. Like that shit is yeah. kind of, it's, it's, it's creepy. It's, 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 it's scary. Yeah. Just because like, nigga, you gone. Like I can't say shit to you. I can't touch you. I can't. I can't argue with you no more. Hey, y'all got to the point where y'all dreams start. Y'all, y'all have a dream of y'all. I got to the point where, like, a few months after he passed, back in 2014 and 15, probably like a year after. I remember my sister came to me. She said she seen my dad in her backyard before, and it was like a, a visual, like a black, just a visual. And I didn't know what she was talking about. 
So then I remember months later, I had that same feeling. I woke up in the middle of the night, like three, four in the morning, and I see a black figure by my bed. I'm like, I called my sister that month and said, yo, I just see, I thought she was tripping. I didn't know what she was talking about. I had that, and then I started to have dreams of my dad that felt so realistic. It was like me now, but my dad, back when he was 60 years old, he passed, 59, 60 years old. And it feels so real. I wake up, but I'm like, damn. You know, Shit, not here. You, you know, it's funny that you guys say that. Um, I don't. I might not have the dreams, but um, contrary to everybody's belief, my dad actually was a runner. So he was a runner. So like right now, running these seven miles, I can hear him in the sky. Hey, son, finish my runs for me. So, like, I know that it's kind of propelled me to kind of, like Rudy said, lose all this weight. Like, yeah. I'm literally, literally running seven miles a day. Like, before he passed, like, he, he passed away on a treadmill. <laughs> so, like, he literally passed away on a treadmill. So, I just feel like it's like when I'm out here running, it's really unfinished business for him. Like, hey, son, we need to finish this. So, it's like, even when I, like, it's funny because when, when I'm running, Mentally, like my legs might be tired, but mentally I'm not. It's just telling me to keep going, keep going. And like, I sat there and ran, last week, you know that heat index was killing me, and 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 I finished seven. I said, I said, it was I, 102 degrees. I said. Exactly. And so I don't know how I finished, but like I just know, like I hear him when I run. Like, hey son, we gotta finish this because like he literally used to run outside every morning for the past two years before he passed. So I just feel like that that's our connection. Yeah. That's when he's speaking to me when I'm running outside every day. Nah, um see when my dad died, I um I kept man, I you talking about dream. I didn't even have I had dream I didn't have dreams in the beginning. I started having dreams like recently, but in the beginning it felt like shit, he was right next to me. To be like not even felt like I seen the nigga. When he, I say like the day or the day after, no, the day he, the day after he died, I was in my, it was at my old apartment and I was in the bathroom and I think I was brushing my teeth or something and I looked and the nigga was like sitting right next to me, on, was sitting on the, uh, on the, the toilet and I was like, what the fuck? And then I got in the car cause I was heading to my stepmother's house. He was sitting right next to me in the car. And I'm like, man, what the fuck? I know I ain't tripping. But I know I know what I seen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and then, uh, you know, I have dreams. Because I, yeah, I have dreams of him. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of, when, when I, I used to get spooked about it. Yeah. But then I just started understanding the silver lining and what he was trying to say. Or what he was trying to tell me. And then, as, I don't know about y'all, but as I, as I grow and as I go through life, I kind of see what he was yeah. in certain situations and have a better understanding of where he was. And, like, I'm a true believer in, like, in reality, we all are living yeah. the same timeline but a mixture of our mother and father. And you have a choice to do the same thing that they did or you have a choice to do something different. Yeah. So I find myself in a lot of situations looking at like, damn, okay, damn, this is what he was talking about, yeah. or damn, this feel like I've been here before. What would he have done, or what did he do wrong in this situation? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I just take a lot of the stuff that I learned through his journey, watching him, or even understanding the stories and stuff like that. And I find, like, I literally find myself in the same situations that he was, he was in. And I either, like I said, I try to, I just try to make the best decision and just keeping it in mind of where he was during that time. So I just want to know, my question is to both of y'all is more like, since their deaths, what have you really just learned about yourself? Since 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 you since your father's death, I am my father's child. <laughs> Man, I'm starting to be just like my dad now. No God, bullshit. Damn. Drinking at home, listening to music while drinking. I'm. St- I feel like me being a father. It's like damn. I be. I be. It's like I'm picking up his traits a little bit. I mean, good and good and bad. You know what I'm saying? Because he had his traits, but. I'm like, damn, I'm really, like you said, my father's child, like, God, yeah, no damn, for real. Like, this is crazy. God, it was scary for when my dad passed because he was he passed five months before my son was born. And it was like, it was like God's timing because it was so, it was so crazy how everything happened because everybody in my family would be like, no, this is really your dad right here. This is Gregory. And it's so weird looking at my baby, like my son. It's like, am I holding my dad? You know, because he have his mannerism. It's like. The stuff he be saying, the stuff he, the way he go, moves around the house, like the stuff he says to my mom, it's like he be saying some stuff my dad used to say. Yeah. I'm like, this don't even make sense. So it's just, I just learned, I just, probably his traits, but then going into like adulthood at the same time, that's what it was like. That's how I took it. I can't, I can't even wait to be a father. I ain't gonna, I'm at a point now where I'm like, shit. Let's go ahead and get this shit done. No, 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 me too. Like, I just told myself, like, everybody asked me what's my number one goal, and I just told myself the number one goal for me is just to be the best father I can be. I love, but, but like, regardless of anything, because just knowing my passion for kids and, you know, but just to create your own, I know that I have a lot of of love for a lot of kids. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I had a whole, man, what's funny is, this father's that I had a whole bunch of grown men call me and tell me happy father. Right. And I'm like, nigga, I'm not no father. He was like, nigga, you damn near like my daddy. I was like, you know, it's funny because I watched the Instagram post. He's like, this guy was just like, yeah, people tell me happy Father's Day, man. I'm just texting him back. Thank you. It was too early in the yeah, morning like, to explain nigga. that I'm not a father. I just say happy Father's Day to nah, you too. I'm like, man, I ain't no no father. He's like, man, you damn near like my father, nigga. We can't wait for you to have your own, nigga. Like man, look, I can't wait either. But I'm waiting for y'all to get to get a kid, dog. I'm waiting for y'all, man. Especially yeah, man. Hey, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna predict no later than 24. See, here y'all go. With no this later shit. than 24. No later than 2024. For <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? We, you know we Stay get- tuned, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Stay tuned. Shit. I'm trying. I, I ain't, I'm ready. It's just I ain't in a rush. But I but but I think like like with with I got this question kind of regarding to a kill. Like, how does fatherhood change you? Because I know that obviously it kind of just forced you to be. Because you said obviously like you said because I because because I always felt like you said like. Just like marriage and kids, like you never really know when you're ready, but obviously there's some type of metamorphosis I don't think in you. you ever read yeah, exactly. You know what's funny? Jerry yeah. Sanford said the same thing in the yeah. unmatchable video. I don't think you're never worried, but like how? But like like what metamorphosis? Like metamorphosized, like changed you, like into fatherhood, like. I think I, 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 I told you when I when, when she was first pregnant. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was nervous. You know, you know what's funny? I just stopped by and saw Crystal last week. For real? Yeah. <laughs> Man, look, I was so I was so nervous 
But then our situation, me and me and the mom were 20 years old, 21 when he was born. Mm-hmm. We're not in a relationship. We're not dating. We already established that we're not going to date. Mm-hmm. So us going into the situation is like already kind of rocky, shifty. Now I ain't going to say nothing to put on the bus or nothing like that because at this time now, we can go to the soccer games together and, and have conversations, crack jokes and everything. You know what I'm saying? But it took time for us to learn and how to be a parent. All in the beginning, arguing back and forth, yada, yada. I'm worrying about time. She's worrying about money. But we, I'm in college. You know what I'm saying? So we had different paths in our life. So I think what really made me, when, when it got to the point where it was like, all right, this is perfect, was literally just last year. You know what I'm saying? Last year, we figured out financial agreement mutually. And... Just like, okay. Because I'm, I'm seeing him every day. After school, he's over at, every week. You know what I'm saying? I don't get him just on weekends. It's every, I see him basically every day now. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, you can, I, one thing my dad always told me, you can never stop learning in life. Yeah. You can have a kid when you're in your 40s and 50s, but your kid growing up, you can, you're still going to be learning every day to be yeah. a father, to be a human being, to be a great husband, or if it's women out there listening, be a great wife. People, we just learn every single day in this world. We can never stop learning. So, me being a father, it's, it's still, I'm still learning things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, the only thing I can do, I can be the best father for him. You that's, know what I mean? That's how you can be, bro. It, yeah. it, do, do you believe that's your highest achievement right now when it comes to it? Because obviously, Malachi will be your legacy. So, like, you, do you believe, like, where do you, like, you know, above achievement? Because a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, at the end of the day, I was with you the, the, yeah. the, the, those days. We were all with you those days when you were prepared to be a father. Obviously, we knew that you weren't worthy, but but we know, like, look at you now. Like, my boy Draymond Green says, what can they say about you now? So, yeah. like, like so just talk about, like, as far as, like, the, the achievement, the achievement go of being a, a, a father and that satisfaction, knowing that you have a legacy. It feels, feels better now. It feel, I think it's at its best now because I've, I've figured myself out now. You know what I'm saying? Like, being a father and, and still, I mean, I'm not, I mean, at the end of the day, we still getting ourselves financial, yeah. financially great. Uh, of course. You know what I'm saying? We all going to get there to the point where we're like, man, we, we straight, right? But before last year, coming from college, being unemployed, all of that, it was like times I was struggling. I couldn't be. I couldn't do the things I wanted to do with him like I can now. Yeah. I couldn't just take him to Chuck E. Cheese on the Saturday. I'm like, damn, I got to wait on this unemployment check coming. It's pandemic. Yeah. Or it's, I'm not getting no job right now. So I'm still struggling. So then now in 2022, I'm, I'm, this, this, this year I can say I'm the, the best. I could fully give him what he wanted. If you want to go play at this place or yada, yada, I can do it. If I want to do certain things, so that I can say right now, it's at its, it's at its best that I've. I got you. Hey, Rudy, the thing I want to kind of touch on with you is just more like the dynamics of fatherhood now, because you know there, you know back then, you know they try to raise you as men, like as in you know put you through the grind and the grit. But what can you just say about like, I feel like. You know, I'm in education and, and teaching these kids. Nah, so I just feel like some of those kids, you know, they don't get the necessary the love and the attention but they, because they just think that, oh, my dad told me just to go ahead and make this money. But, like, you know, to me, it always well, counts nah, I mean, as, 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 as parents really got to teach the human side, like nah, be a good human. I mean, first, let a kid be a kid. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were right. 
I can speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I was raised uh, to grow up early. Yeah. So I hold, in which he told me, like, he regretted. Mm-hmm. But I was raised to be a man at nine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even now, I hold a lot of responsibility um, with just people in general. Sometimes it's unwanted. I mean, not unwanted, but sometimes it's unnecessary. It's just my care and heart that I just feel like, okay, I got to shoulder that load, which is a good thing, but also it's a bad thing because I feel like it took me some time to to be able to enjoy myself and be just be Rudy. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think, number one, when it comes to kids and, like, raising kids, well, the approach that I'm going to take, put like that, is let him be him. I work my ass off now so that later on they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. I tell Shimmy all the time, like, if my child want to work for, at McDonald's because he wants to or she wants to, nigga, be the best McDonald's workers you can. If you want to be an artist, paint your ass off because I want to supply the lifestyle and the resources to say, like, okay, my dad's legacy it's my legacy, and I'm able to do whatever I want to. Like, if you want to be a fucking anything you want to be, I don't give a fuck what it is. If you want to make a fucking rocket ship, here, you got all the resources, and it starts now. That's why I work so goddamn hard. It's so that my kids can be able to reap the benefits and be able to do whatever the fuck. I'm seriously, like, whatever you want to. And, you know, one thing I would say, Akil, like, bro, I ain't going to lie to you. In the beginning, I was kind of worried about it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna keep it real with you. I was worried, but the growth, and I just want to tell you, I'm proud of you because of the growth of just understanding. Like, okay, one thing I can never say, or anybody can ever say, a kid didn't put his son first. Even back then, you were putting your son first, and that's all a child. That's all anybody can ask for. As a man, you putting your son or your 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 daughter, your child first. So that they can grow up and have a life that you didn't have, no matter what the circumstances is. And, I mean, that's really all in a nutshell. My my thing is just to make sure that my child is able to achieve and do whatever the fuck they want. I don't, give, I don't care if that motherfucker say, hey, dad, I want to fly a plane for a living. Cool, that's taking care of. If you don't want to go to college because you want to go do X, Y, and Z, you got the money to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, I think you just let the child, let the the individual grow, and 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 instill the principles that they need to have within them. Even the hard work, even though, hey, you know, you don't want to overwork your son or your your daughter, but you want them to understand the principle and the in the in the 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 value of hard work. Like nigga, if you don't work, you don't eat. Just yeah. straight up and down. I don't care how much money daddy got. That's daddy money. For right now, you know what I'm saying? I don't care how much money mama got. That's mama money. But you got to work and earn everything that you get. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think that's one thing that's missing within this generation. And I think that's why this generation is like this, to where they feel like everything should be pigeon-fed. Because I, I think the generation before us really, I feel like they felt like, Damn, nigga, like, my daddy hard as shit on me. Yeah. 
I'm gonna just get this shit to this nigga. Like, nah, bro. You gotta work your ass off for everything that you get. Ain't nothing free or nothing like that. So yeah, that's, that's my nah, but um thinking back in off of Rudy though, Akil, I was really just never worried about you as far as fatherhood because I know how your heart works. Because like I, I think you're one of the most giving individuals and sometimes I believe like you go out and do your podcast, but like to me it's like you and Peyton are kinda of like in the same boat. I think that you guys are misunderstood. But when you when you get to know the person that you are, because I said you're the same man that literally took me to school and took me to work for almost 300 consecutive days. So I was never really, really worried about what kind of father you can be because I always believed that you were raised from a good family. Well, now, when I said I was worried about him, I wasn't saying like I was <laughs> I worried about what kind of father he was going to be. I was more worried about him from a standpoint like, hey, I know – like right now, you could do X, Y, and Z. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, but, but, that, yeah, but, that's why I was, I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, shit, yeah, damn, kill yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, a kill he human. The motherfucker, he yeah. learning just like yeah, everybody. Exactly. If I had a child doing the time that you had a child, yeah, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. To be yeah, honest yeah. with you, no, no, but then I stepped up. No, you know, you yeah. just you. I think that was just seeing my parents be together. My parents, my parents knew each other. It was 13. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if my dad never passed away. This would have made their 52nd year married. 52nd year married. So, I mean, they knew each other for damn near 60 years. That's, that's the whole so, life, basically. Pretty so, good. basically, the whole life. So, I watched them this whole time. And it's just like, I never, I could say, like, I never grew up in a broken home. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's really what that was, just learning from them. I guess. That's all it was. Well, shit, let's get on to some yeah, more happy shit, issues. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. My fault for all the questions, my bad. No, no, you straight. You straight. We're going to shift it. Anytime Easy is in the building, <laughs> you know, he's going to come on with it. We're going to shift. Cause like I said, a lot of stuff has, has, has transpired. Yes, sir. But I do, I do want to shift it to something more recent. And, you know, I really, we really don't do like a lot of sports topics. Y'all need me? Y'all want to close the door? Nah, it's good. Yeah. It's the mic. The mic's on. I think they're gonna pick up, so it's good. The audio. All right, cool. So like, we I don't do a lot of sports topics, but I just want to chime in really quickly on on the Golden State winning this whole not really more so the matchup, the game, and all that other shit. I was really Easy about the five ass. No, I'm not. Nah, fight. I mean I think we can all agree in some point about Steph, like first, what? second, greatest point guard, whatever, but. This whole top ten is because I just want to chime in really quickly. Because I remember, I, always, I think I told, I told Darlin, I told Jeremy, I told him, I said during the finals, I was like, if Steph wins this championship and he wins MVP, somebody got to move up that top ten. And I, they asked like, who are you gonna take out? Because you know that that top ten has always been the same. The newest person was LeBron and Kobe. That was like the newest addition. Yeah. But they were so Duncan, far and, up. And they were so far up exactly. And Tim Duncan. And Tim. So. I always they're like, who are you gonna take out? Okay, who is the top ten? So the top, yeah, so the top ten people that really don't know. I mean, but the majority of America before Steph was always Michael, Brian, Kobe, Magic, Will, Kareem, Bill, uh, Tim Duncan, Shaq. Um, it's Bird ten. Bird. So it was that ten. So my my thing was if I'm gonna put Steph in there since he won the Finals MVP, I always said I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Will out. Only because for me, I, I obviously I didn't see Will, but I know the aura of Will. I know the myth. But I, to me, he's the biggest myth in that team because I never seen him. Even though I didn't see Will, I didn't see these guys play live. But the fact of I could just take Will out and put Steph because of the accolades, and it's it to me it's 
you could take anybody. You could take out Shaq if you want. You could take out somebody might have Oscar and then they could take out Oscar, right? But I just feel like to me, seeing Steph win and getting the Finals MVP finally, he's in my ten. I don't know where at in my ten, probably like nine, ten maybe. But he's there, and the scary thing is he's not done. He could get one more, or two more. So if he gets <laughs> six, let's say he wins two more, he gets six, which is very possible. Which is very possible. But the, the the thing I would just say with that is just like he can get six, but I think throughout now he has to kind of show the still like the, the because he, he he actually be having good finals, but I think like now it's about like him like the individual accolades in the finals too, because he could get six but not just have one finals MVP. I don't think that really kind of slides and stuff like that. He's gonna be like, hey man, but like. So that's what. So that's so that's where I'm kind of saying like he can get six, but to me it's just that he still got to be that same in that same dominant form in the finals. I'm gonna tell y'all now. Y'all know how I stand with this shit. First of all, I believe two of those. I they don't count to me. What the one with KD? Yes, the two with KD don't count to me. The reason why I say that is because you didn't like the work that you put in on this one. In the first one, that shit wasn't shit. That was easy. Yeah. I feel like the harder the road, the more the it shows a lot more of your greatness. Is that why you think he probably broke down in tears during the game? Yeah, because I feel like that one mattered. No, I, that one mattered to him. No, I, to, to, to me it did, but I think it mattered to him. But I, I, I really think he broke down because of those, the previous two years. The previous two years, knowing that you were the worst record in the league, and then all of a sudden you get knocked out in the play-in. No, I understand that 100%. I feel it. But we can't ignore the fact that you had the Monstars. <laughs> you had Space Jam for the, the past two championships. So now, yes, the road looks a lot more put like this. If KD was on them other two years, you, they would have at least made the playoffs. Yeah. They might, no, to be honest, they, they would have made the finals. Yeah, they probably would have won the finals. Yeah, they probably made the finals. Yeah, because they're beating Phoenix. And, you see what and I'm saying? I, 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 yeah. Uh, they beat the Lakers yeah, well. I, I, hell I yeah! Do. I think they do. one of them years still broke his hand. I think it was. Yeah, they, that year. Forgot they, what year? The year they, they're Because I don't, I don't really count the bubble uh, title. To be honest with you, that's some hard ass shit. How? Because mentally, on not not the game, but just you. It's like you're on a. It's like say you're on an island, isolated from the whole. Nigga, world. we playing basketball. No, I know, but think about it, that's some. It, it takes a lot of. Mental what you ball. mean? That's basketball. That's. I mean, it's, it's you wake up and you go to the gym. It might not be shit in the gym, but you in the players. You, you know, we playing basketball. Yeah, but a lot of motherfuckers broke down in the mentally. Man, look, you know what's funny because a lot of people like me. You know, you know, I dissect everything. So like, I've learned to respect LeBron, but you can always, I, to me, you can have an argument about all four championships. To me, like I just said, in 12, you could say, oh, lockout year. In 13, you could say, God damn, Tim Duncan grabbed the rebound. In 16, damn Draymond. And then in, and then in 20, the bubble. So, like, so like it's just more it's like. It's not even that. Like, I, I mean, again, because I, respect, I respected that Cleveland, yeah. the Cleveland championship. I, I, uh, I, I, I feel I, like that was like I, worth 10 of them. I, no, I said this. This was my personal belief. I said in 15, Cleveland would have won. 
in 16, I think, like, if Draymond don't get suspended, I think the Warriors should have won. But I just think it was just flip-flop. I think in 15, if Kyrie and Kevin Love are healthy, they're beating Golden State in 15. But in 16, if Draymond, like, that Draymond suspension, even though they had two more shots to beat him, but that Draymond suspension was so big, not having him in game five. It, it, but it, you it, had it, Andre. You had no, 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 you did. But, like, not having Draymond in game five. I always, five, that, I always thought that year when he got suspended, I always thought – he should have got suspended when he kicked Stephen Adams, and that would have took him out of Game Six or Seven against OKC. I, yeah. it was Game Six. I, I, I thought he should have got suspended after that. So I think that that Cleveland suspension was kind of karma from that because he he gets suspended as OKC because he clearly kicked him, and I think if he gets suspended Game Seven, OKC wins that. So I, I, I think I see what you're saying. Like all four is kind of like all right, this down the third, but I think to me. When we talk about you know the championships with, with Bron, like that that first one you said when you talk about Curry, his his threes, and you said this one's like his most earned. Which one? This one has the most weight. Cause I think the first one where you talk about Caleb and Kyrie, they don't get hurt. They they wiping. The no, nah, that's understood. Say. But you still won that. You one. still won. You still you won still won that. No, one. And you had to work for that one. But, it's not like he didn't have to work for that. But 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 I really believe like people really just like you say those KDs. They, you feel like the KD's um, championships don't count. But people really have to realize, I, I, I tell people all the time, Steph Curry does not play bad in the finals. He really don't like I'm not saying I, 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 I'm just saying that was easy. No, no, no. no, 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 no Nigga, that was no, easy. No, no, you could say it was easy, but at the same time, because to me, it was like a predicament. Steph and KD were almost in the same predicament as damn near Kobe and Shaq. Like, it, 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 it just like... Shaq was going to get the finals MVP over Cole and stuff like that, but Cole still did his thing. It so, ain't about the finals MVP. No, but I'm, I'm just saying, but it, was, but it was easy just like that for the Lakers. Not exactly. Them niggas but, played some niggas. But they were 15. They, had, they, were, they were 15 and 1 in 2000. They only lost one playoff game. That was two. Allen Iverson. They swept the Nets the next year in the finals. No, but okay. Let's keep it real. If it's not for the, the cheating riff. Oh, game six against the Kings. Sacramento beat them. And that would have been a – and it was funny. I was just telling somebody this. That actually would have been a good-ass final. That, that was an even matchup, Kings and Nets. That's a seven-game finals to me. Because what, 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 what game was supposed to be the cheat? That was game six. Six when Kobe had – And seven. Seven wasn't cheating because they – because the Lakers pulled down in overtime. That was cheating. They was up by like what? They was up by like ten, and then they the nigga said it. He said, oh, "I can't remember." Donnie, Donnie, Hughes, yeah. Donnie, Donnie said, hey, "Yeah, they was up, and we foul, foul, foul." Hey, so they caught up. So, so where y'all, where y'all got Steph in your ten? Steph, uh, he's most definitely top ten. It's not a great, better shooter. There's nobody on this planet Earth that can shoot better than this man. It's just I'm trying to think who I'm taking out. In my opinion, I'm taking out Larry. Oh hell no, nah, Rudy. Larry, the white, the, the white, the. No, white. no, 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 no. You know what? Yeah, you you're right. You're right. Larry. I'm taking out Will. Low key, it's, it's it. Because you're right with the myths. We don't like even a hundred point game. We, we don't know if that shit is real or not. And they could have had ninety eight. We don't know. And then my, again, my he point, was playing with niggas that was. But cause my hundred point game is Kobe's eighty one. Like that's my will to hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I seen a lot of people bring out 
who they gonna take. I seen people take a, a lot of Wilt and a lot of Shaq. One of those two. I'm not taking all, that Shaq. Yeah. That's the most dominant big man of all time. And that, and, and oh, that, you told me you told me your theory about Shaq. And that's who I'm taking out. I'm taking that shit. Why are you oh, taking tell, that tell shit? Well, shit? Because I just like I tell everybody, man. I just think when it came, like Shaq was dominant, but I always say, who did he dominate? And like I just said, I look at the four finals, and I look at the four, I look at the four finals of opponents. I look at Rick Smiths. I look at the Kevin Mutombo. I look at, um, I look at the Kevin Mutombo, Todd McCullough, and I look at Eric Dan. What Peter. about doing the regular? Uh, regular, reg, 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 but but like who else was even a, in the play? No, no, no. Well, who was a comparable center in 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 in, in, in that two thousands era? Who was really the comparable center? Like Shaq was getting first team by a mile. Well, Nobody I think was close. It's a, I think it's equivalent. So, you, so basically, you talking about 2000, 2000, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what I say. So, you talking about 2000, 2002, or you just talking about like his prime? No, like from 2000, like to 06, like. Well, I, you know what I, you know what I, I base it up. It's, it's equal to when, it's like saying, who was the shooting guns and Michael? No, but think about it is, I don't talk about Michael like that because as much. No, 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 no. The reason why, because every, no matter in the NBA, every team damn near got a good guard. So, like, at the end of the day, Michael might not I, shooting guard per se, but he's dealing with a guard. Like, he's usually holding the best player. Shaq, like, if Shaq didn't win those finals MVP, it would have been a yeah, damn shame. Yeah, I don't mean. Yeah, ex exactly. Because, yeah, yeah, Ben Wallace. Because ben Wallace. Ben Wallace punished him. Yeah, he really did. So, that's what I'm just saying. Uh, but this is what I always say to Damn, hold on. What is it? We got to think about this. That's a good-ass point. Yeah, I always tell people because, like, like I just said, because a lot of people give me a hard time. With oh Orlando Shaq, and I say he got swept by Dream, but everybody said he was young, and I'm just nah, like the nigga Dream was sweeping no, 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 everybody. No 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 but they, no 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 you're right, but I said this is always my point with the young Shaq. He was young when he faced Dream. I said nobody talked about that in the conference semis when he knocked out Jordan in '95. He wasn't young then, but now he's young when he when he faced Dream. I say you can't have it like that. You beat Jordan, you good. Well, this always went <laughs> when when you say when you break the sentence. I I I, I don't disagree because it's true because he has I mean the finals. But I always say this: it's like the whole we talk about Tyshek all the time. But it comes down to dominance. Now, okay, what you saying? Can let me name these that. I'll make this point real quick, real quick. Because if he you would have a perfect perfect. I, I wouldn't dispute it if you would if Shaq. Would have just skated by 19 and 9, 18 and 7, and didn't dominate. But the fact that he put up like 37, 15 a game, he actually. It's like when Tyson knocked out niggas first, second round. But, it's but, like you, but, you know, you, but you know, I've always had a problem with that too. So, like, yeah, about, so about who you dominate. So, 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 my whole thing is just like, I just think Shaq did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, he, he did. Whoa, he, whoa, he, whoa, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. So, you taking out Shaq? You, you can't Shaq. do that. You know, I can't. David Robinson. But like Y'all mean in two thousand Ben Wallace in two thousand Alonzo Mourning in two thousand in two thousand um, the Kim Bay in two thousand like Kevin Garnett Kevin Garnett was a whole power forward uh Tyson Chandler <laughs> okay. so, so 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 this is my whole thing Marcus Camby Vladi Divox right fuck you <laughs> Michael Olawakandi right. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Dampier, <laughs> Kevin Willis, <laughs> knee pad Willis. No, he had elbow pad. I'm tripping. So you taking out Shaq? Who you taking out? You taking out Will? Yeah, I'm taking out Will. I think that's. I think that's. You can't. Shaq would just. 
he was just dominant. But bro. the thing about it is, everybody says he, he's dominant, and everybody got to look. People don't know. You guys don't realize. Ninety five through ninety nine, the final playoff round that Shaq did, he literally got swept four straight times in each series. Ninety five, he got swept by the Rockets. Ninety six, he gets swept by the Bulls. Ninety seven, I want to say it was the Jazz. 98 was the Jazz, 99 was the Spurs. So if you're that dominant and you get swept almost like literally five years in a row. <laughs> in the finals, though, bro. No, 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 But like in the playoffs. I mean, I don't think it's his fault. I don't think it's his fault he had to develop. Like, you tell me no, how I, many yo, no, he, he, how many players win a championship in their first couple of years. But think about it is, like I'm just saying. That the only person that, I can but, think but, but, of listen, is Kawhi. Kawhi had Tim Duncan and Tony Parker. But listen, but Rudy, my whole thing is this. You said that you know they they were still up twenty in the first half against Houston at home in Game One and Game Two. Experience. I'm That's the truth. Experience. And then when we talk about Jordan, Jordan came in half the. And listen, I don't want to hear that because he dropped the five in the nickel in the Garden. He did. You dropped the double nickel in the Garden that same year, and then all of a sudden now. Hold on. First, hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Nineties. The nineties, right? You had Vladi, but Tim. Shaq wasn't dominating in the nineties. Rick Smith, <laughs> Dikembe. Oh, I got a question. Alonzo, Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, Shaq, and Akeem. I would say to me, Akeem is a better. Centers than Shaq, but when we talk about the most dominant, yeah, damn, well, you, you, he might have a I, point. I, I, damn, well, you I, got I, a point. I, I, he really didn't have nobody in the 2000s. There wasn't no dominant center. Exactly. The, you, you, have you know what? Defense. Now that I think about it, <laughs> they were calling Dwight Howard dominant, <laughs> and he's nowhere near as dominant <laughs> as Rudy. Thank you. It I makes mean, sense. I, I've been it trying to tell sense. people this for years. It makes a lot like. <laughs> That's why they made such a thing. Dominant, you know I mean? no. because they were like, okay, this this nigga might be the hell. <laughs> exactly. And that nigga could move. He had two left feet. That's what I'm just saying. Look who you played in the playoff like, round. Like, do you really have to play defense? Shaq, just play help side. Like, you ain't worried about the center. Like, even like you say, the Kevin Mutombo. But are you worried about the Kevin Mutombo offensive here? You don't need him. <laughs> you know, we talking about from an offensive from an offensive standpoint. You ain't got to worry about a lot of center. Yeah. But I think that era, like in the '90s, that shit was just so fucking special. Yeah. 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Just, all these niggas knew how to do was pick and roll and lob. So why does Hakeem get the love for top ten? Huh? Does he? Why doesn't he get the love? For I don't. Top 10? I don't know. Honestly, bro, I, I really think people really did disregard his two championships they because do. of Michael Jordan. Michael, why? And, and, no, no, they shouldn't. The they shouldn't. Ever. It's the dumbest thing, and especially going to the finals as a six seed, bro, and winning. winning. Like that's like you, you do that shit now. You already top ten. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you my theory why. I think because at that time Houston wasn't getting the love in the in nationwide in the for the city like we still don't do now. Um, I guarantee you swap you swap Patrick Ewing and swap Hakeem. Put Hakeem what he did. Put him on the Knicks oh and let God. him do that shit. That's, He's a god. You a god. They will if he did that with the Knicks at that time in the nineties. You would first, he'll be everywhere on TV. I think TV. it was a media thing. It was a media thing. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Cause think about it. you hear Patrick, you would name Moody here, Akeem name. 
And, and Patrick ain't do shit. Game. Exactly. You except put Akeem lo- on the Except Nixon losing winning. Jordan, losing Akeem. I, 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 go, I go deeper than this. You put Hakeem in the East them years Michael won. They would they never would have won six because yeah. Hakeem would have gave the Bulls some problems. Yeah, they did. Like Their record was actually good against Michael and the Bulls. Like They yeah, used to actually beat them. I mean, to, me, I, to be honest with you, a lot of the names y'all named as far as being the top ten in my top ten. So, so your ten? My ten, of course, Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, um... I mean, while we're talking about them, Shaq, Magic, hold on. Jordan, Kobe, mm-hmm. LeBron, uh, Shaq, Hakeem, um, Kareem. Yeah, hell yeah, Kareem. That nigga unstoppable. That's low key the best center ever. I know, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. No, no, no. He wasn't. No, no, no. Like I just said, I tell everybody this. Like when you win with Oscar, and then you win with Magic, and then but you look in, but you look in at the seventies when he wasn't winning, when it was time for Kareem to really, really be the man. But whoever who did it? No, uh, Akeem, uh, by, and think about it, Akeem was the only nigga that really did it by himself. Yeah, he did. Because, yeah, but that uh, was uh, Drexler. Yeah, came in '95. Yeah, and he was on his last leg. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think Hakeem is the greatest center of all time. Like I, I, I put Shaq at five, but like that, that, that's it. But I think, I, I think because I think that's, the, the, the the five centers is never gonna change. It's always nah. gonna be Bill, Wilt, Kareem, Hakeem, and Shaq. I still don't get Bill. Man. No, Bill, no, 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 Bill. Like, like I'm just saying, like, nah, nah, nah. He, he came in in big, in big games. Oh, I don't want to go too off with it. But, but no, nah, yeah, I'm finish taking, ten, yeah. uh, Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. Magic, Magic, Kareem. Shaq, Hakeem, Kareem, Bird. I guess. Dun- uh, Duncan got it. I think Duncan is a Bill Duncan. Russell, yeah. And the shit still. Still. Yeah, Duncan. Duncan. I think he took Tim's spot. Oh, and I'm gonna tell you why. He is the greatest power forward to ever step mm-hmm. on the court. Matter of fact, hold on. Ooh. No, no, he is. He is. Nah, I wait. No, I'm talking about. It. Your 10? Okay, I'm going to have to take Bill out. Damn. The thing is... I'm going to take Bill... I'm taking Bill out mainly because I didn't see that shit. That's true. I mean, I, I get it. Because like Gilbert Arena said, he got... He said, no Oscar in here because he like, shit, I got Westbrook. <laughs> he said, I ain't see Oscar. He said he said his list was like from 80-something to on. Like, he didn't go Will Kareem. He didn't do all that. I, because he went as, up like I didn't see these niggas play. As bad as I want to, you know who I'm gonna put in my hey, team. You play You know it's funny. Me, my, me, me, and my brother had an argument, and I really want to because it, it, right, it, like we literally argued for two weeks about this. And Rudy, I just want you to bear with me I, because this is my other controversial take. I told my brother, I said Clay Thompson is a top five shooting guard of all time, and I told him that. And, and, and right now, he's, he's like, how could you really say that? I said, bro, like, honestly, I said, if you really ask anybody in, in, in a game, who would you really rather have for uh, for shooting and defense? I, I think Clay Thompson is a is a top five. Just counterpole it to a top five shooting guard of all time. I think he's five. I think, I'm sorry. I think that he's five. I'm going to tell you why I don't think so. Akil, Akil, hold on, wait a second. I want you to think. Hold on, I want you to think about this. Wait, 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 Akil, listen. This is my final point. 
look where the Warriors was without him. That's why I really believe he just catapulted kind of into the pot. So, wait. <laughs> I think he's top five. So, we got Jordan, Kobe, Wade. AI's four. Clay Thompson, five. So, Clay Thompson over Ray Allen? Yes. Clay Thompson over. What is Jerry West? I'll take him too. I'll take Clay. I'll take Clay. What's Dr. J? Three. Small four, yeah, yeah. I, I'm taking. I'm Clay Thompson just entered my five, and you know I was a strong manager. Hello, who was five. there first? Ja over James Harden. Yes, I'm taking. Oh Clay yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. He got it. You got it. Over, over. Hey, have fun. Yeah. Nah, hell no. Shit, I take Ginobili over. Yeah, so I would too. Ginobili was in my was my initially my five, and everybody left him. Nah, that's not crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm just saying. Like, but I got Clay. Clay Thompson is a top five shooting guard. Time. I put him at five. Damn. <laughs> but you said over. Ray, I'm trying to think over Ray Allen. Yes. Yeah, who got four rings? Because I think but you got to no, think no, 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 he no, no, got no, no, the four rings because. But the thing about it is, like. If, it does, still, if it's not for that other light skin nigga. But no, no, but, 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 but like. But could, 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 Clay, could Clay do this shit by himself? I'm not tripping that, but the thing about it is. He can't do it by himself, but like the other four can. Give me five other guards that really can do it. Like he's better than Joe Johnson. Ray Allen needed KG and Paul Pierce. James Harden don't get it. But so, no, so, no, no, we, saying, we like, never seen. So we never seen. But we never seen. By but we saw Ray Allen by himself. And he wasn't really that good until he he what he was good, but he didn't turn he never championship. Had him. It's, it, exactly. But when you had, know, but when, you like he, he wasn't the best player on the championship team. But listen, but easy. You knew with, with, with Ray Allen, there was at least a. Uh, you knew you seen what it looked like when he's out there by himself. He's still gonna give you twenty five, thirty. You don't know what Clay Thompson looks like by himself. This is my response. That's like saying Allen Houston. Damn, Allen Houston is the top five. No, no, no. This is my response to you. Why would I choose Ray Allen when I believe Clay Thompson is a better shooter? Because Ray Allen can do the same thing. Better defender. Ray Allen can do the Why same thing. Why would I not choose Clay? And he got more championships. Ray Allen can do it. Why am I not choosing Clay A young Thompson, Ray bro? Allen can do the same thing. Why am thing. I not choosing if not Clay more. Thompson? Ray, Ray Allen can do the same thing, I, I, like if not I said, more. I think he's a better shooter and a better defender. Okay, first of all, when he was with the Celtics, he was on his later end of his I'm his, just his saying. But like, okay, like, but what I'm saying is, if you looking at Ray Allen and seeing everything he did, he can do exactly what Clay Thompson does, if not more. But he's a better... Clay Thompson's a better shooter. He might have been a better, a better defender. And, and, and a better but we talking, if Clay don't have all of those screens, is he really him? Hey, listen, like I just said. No, like, I'm, I'm like, let's but, be honest. But, but, but like I just said, it, 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 honestly, in one game. Ray Allen. One game, Ray Allen one can, shot, Ray Allen, you're taking Clay Thompson. Ray Allen can come off screens. He can make his own, create his own shot and everything. Like we think, don't know if Clay can create his own shot. Yeah, I think Clay just... Catapulted. Can Clay create his own shots? Hey, listen, he can score the ball, though. He can he score, can score he can the ball. Can exactly. he? Is he a volume scorer? Hey, listen, he gets you 20 at night, and he plays deep. No, I'm right, saying, can he? Clay Thompson or Iceman Gerber? Clay Thompson. Rich Miller, Clay. Clay Thompson. Nigga. Clay, Clay Thompson. That's the same I nigga. I love Reggie, but you got to take Reggie, I'm bro. taking Clay. I'm this taking Reggie. Me and my brother had to argue about that. Vince Carter. I said Clay Thompson. Though. You taking Clay over Vince? Yes. You, I'm taking Clay. Nah, I'm well, taking Clay. Like well. we have to put respect on that man, Clay. He's a top five. I'm not one dude because I know he's responsible. You said Clay or T Mac? Yeah. I'm, I'm not asking you. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Next.
Let's uh. <laughs> okay, so I did. So this this website got on fourteen, but they did. So this is back in November. Mm. They said if he could return and elevate like he he did already, his place in all time standings will shoot up. So, I mean, I, if okay, Rudy, think about this. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad if somebody say Clay. He didn't name, like you said, Allen Houston. He didn't name Al Greer or nobody like that. Sam Jones. I mean, Clay Thompson is, is, to me, I think it was a point in time I would rather take James. Even when James was with the Rockets, I still said I would rather prefer Clay on my team than James because I can, I don't need James if I got Clay because I can get another guy like LeBron or Giannis or KD or Steph Curry at that time on my team. I want somebody that's going to have heart. Damn it, I'll take Jimmy Butler over James Hart right now. You know what I'm saying? I told I told somebody earlier today, I said, I'll take 20 players in the NBA right now with James Hart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So, saying Clay's a top five. I mean, I mean to even when he was at his peak, I would take a lot of players. Because you can't win with James Harden. If I'm looking at a top five uh, shooting guard, or even top five player, I'm looking at, can I win with this player? And it's gonna give me all his blood, sweat, and tears. Exactly. That's why I said I got Clay at five. I think Clay I can't just give you that one, bro. He, he catapulted to I five. can give it to you, but I don't want to give it to you. Because <laughs> you said you Clay five, over bro. Vince Carter. We're talking about Vince Carter. I get it. I get it. I get it. Reggie Miller. I guess. Like, Clay is one of the. Listen, Clay is arguably in the past, probably. Probably five years is probably one of the best two way players. The only probably there's probably only three best three better two way players that's been over. It's been Kawhi, Giannis. Yeah, yeah, I'll take Braun. Yeah, yeah, Kawhi, Giannis, and Braun. Because I think he might be a better two way player than than Paul George. Oh hell yeah, he is. He is. But yeah, so 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 like, I gotta give it to Clay because I I I just think he's better than Ray because he's more like I think he's a better shooter and a better defender. So it's just more like I don't, but he can't. He's great off of off of screens. I don't. I think Ray he can create his own shot, and it's not fair to Clay because Clay is. Yeah, it should be. It's not. It's not fair to Clay because Clay has never been in a situation where he had to like. Yeah, so you can't punish him to like, ah, you know, because there's no point for him to leave right now. Yeah. No, no, the thing is, but the thing is, like, you say that he hadn't been put in situations, but he has in those big games. Yeah, big games. And, 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 and he's shown that. I, I, no, I mean, you got a motherfucker that's creating it for you. So I'm just saying, like, you still gotta worry about this other life Because my whole thing is this: he won two championships as a third option, and he's won two championships as the second option. Well, hold on. Uh, Wait a second. This last one, he wasn't the second option. He really was, but he, he, was he, was he, he was just tripping, bro. But <laughs> he, he was tripping the finals, though. <laughs> See that now? Hold on, wait a second now. You didn't want to talk about that. No, you should be the father, but come on, bro. He, he just came back. We know that Clay Thompson is finna. We're going to see next year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're going to see I'm, next I'm going to shift this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go to football real fast, real quick. Yes, sir. Watson. How many games? I mean, we. All, I think we all agree he should get suspended. I mean, shit, another time. But did y'all see today about the 20s? Yeah. He should have been done that shit. That shit would have been over. Exactly. It shouldn't have been drug out this long. But how many games? I heard some people say he should get eight, 12, or four years. Some niggas talking about banned from the league, which I ain't going that far. I don't think it should be that far. I think he should at least get the whole season. One more. One more year. Because basically it's two years out the league now because he didn't play last year. I mean, but that was by choice. That was by choice. 
I think he should get another year, to be honest. Just, and the only reason why I say he should get another year because of how he handled it. That's the only, like, your fucking lawyer comes out and says, hey, getting a happy ending isn't illegal. Like, that's, that's crazy as hell. And then on top of that, like, it's not like you being vocal. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying you're supposed to say anything to, like, get you in trouble or anything like that. But, like, the way that he handled this whole situation is, like, it's kind of difficult to like be on his side right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Even I though I know that was like a scheme by the Texans to get his ass, which is some bullshit. Cause they basically, and I don't like I don't want to get on that bass because I'm a watching fan. I get it. Like you like said, it's kind of hard to get behind and go out and wear a watching jersey right now. It's kind of it's kind of hard to do it. But knowing that the Texans was like, hey, they they were behind and they sent out, you know, he could stay at the Houstonian. See, but that but this is my thing. This is my whole thing, bro. Like, if I'm Deshaun Watson, understanding what's going on. Yeah. Just like we was talking about with James Harden. Like, go out there and play, bro. It's just that simple. That erases everything. Yeah, you like go out there and play, I don't give a fuck if it's win, lose, or draw. If you go out there and play, all this shit is, is water underneath. You would at least look better. Ask Kobe. Go out there and play. I don't care the situation. Go out there and play. Because what'll happen is, okay, what can they say about you now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we got these allegations. But one thing about Big Ben, even though his ass is out here raping women, I respect the fact that he went out there and, and put in the work. You can, you might as well have uh, plugged in back there. What's that thing back there? Oh, it's another plug. He keep talking, I'm listening. But yeah, like you can at least go out there and play. Nah, and I think he made it he made it tough on himself with that. Yeah. He made it real tough on himself. So like I think he should get one more season just just off the strength of like nigga, you you know. Nah, you know what? Oh, you, you can you can touch on it while I plug this in. No. Oh man. I think at least at least three games. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna go back. Man, you gonna have them women going crazy. <laughs> they gonna they gonna protest against the NFL again. Yeah. You said three. I guess at three. So what the so that should be the max. I think. Okay, probably probably six. It's probably but not the max. a full year. Yeah, not a full year. Man, do a full year, get that shit over with. I think because of the time we get. Because like people said, I know it's a different situation, but. At that time, I mean, because people always have off the field issues. Yeah. People always have, they're human. You know what I'm saying? We look at Watson. But you wilding, nigga. He's wild. That, that's, that's like, wild. You, do you understand the extent of the shit this nigga was doing? 66 women? No, but Bro. first of all, who has that many masseuses? masseuses that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's crazy. And then, nigga, I spread someone with this nigga. Bro, Bro. have y'all listened to the, uh, the, um, damn, what's that shit called? When they in the room and, 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 and they kind of like interrogating them, <laughs> you watch that shit, bro. This man, they asked him, like, "All right, so where did you find these masseuses? Oh, Instagram. Okay, did your girlfriend know that you were looking on Instagram for masseuses? No. What made you pick a specific masseuse? Because people were telling me about them. That's a that's." So, like, nigga, you were basically digging yourself in a deeper hole. Nigga, you was trying to get some pussy. Basically. 
That's literally what it was. And it's okay. Yeah. But it's a way that you go about that shit. Going to a girl house at her mama's house and bring your own towel. And a, I think they said he had a small one at that. Just for stupidity, nigga, you deserve it. Yeah. What's that, bring You need to go sit your for real. You need to go sit down for a year. Go counsel. Get your shit to, yeah. Go to counseling. Yeah. Get your shit together, then come back to the field. My again, if you would have played the last year, even if y'all were losing, at least you out there playing. Yeah. That way, what can they talk about? Because he didn't think it'd be this far. He thought it'd be nipped in the bud. Nah, nigga. When he when especially when women on your ass about sexual assault, and you got over sixty. Man, look. I hate it had to be him. I know. But you got to be smarter about that shit. Like, don't get me wrong. I know a lot of athletes go out and handle their business. But, nigga, you got to handle your business the right way. Do the right shit. Do what James Harden ass do. Yeah. He go out and Yeah. Like, shit, I don't. I don't agree with what James Harden does, but you don't never hear no women coming out talking about, oh, James Harden raped me? Nah, bitch, you want $10,000 to come fuck? Here. Like they said about AI, they say AI party all the time, but he backed it up. You ain't hear nothing about him. Nigga on the court, yep, dropping 40. No questions asked. He might not have uh, wanted to be the best, but he played like he was the fucking best. You know, that... It's a lesson learned, bro, with the, with the whole watch. I just think he, looking at the timeline... Um, it's just, it's just losses on all across the board, dog. Like the women, the Watson, it's just a lot of things that's going on that is just like, damn, like this could have been easily like removed. This, all this could never happen. You know what I'm saying? I know people, I, I've had conversations with people saying that he going back and forth with some people that believe like, man, these women lying. Look here. We at the point now. We we gotta stop saying all these women, all CC women's lying. That's not yeah, it, all the too many stories adds up. And it's like, yo, we can't keep defending even though we like this play because this if this is a third string punk returner on the team. Mm-hmm. If this was one of us, dog, this not even going this far, dog. Like we are arrested, we got a sentence. No you know what I'm saying? Like that's what will happen. And you are a sex offender. Exactly. So we, I I love why that's one of my favorite players. It's not my favorite player, but it's like damn, like he's human. He's he can't you can't you can't keep defending people like him, bro. Like because it's at a point like damn, like I can't I I can't sit out here and wear your jersey right now because it's looking bad. You know what I mean? Like he's lucky this ain't go criminal. He's lucky nobody from Clemson came out. No kill. You know what I'm saying? Somebody from Clemson would have came out. It's over. Can oh, I yeah. talk about a 2016? South Carolina too. South All Carolina. this. Oh shit! Yeah, Come on, now. Yeah, you know, and I ain't trying to make allegations or something, but you look at that timeline, 2019, 2021. She had 230 million reasons why to say that. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Shit. Did one of us girl do it? Or one of our girls do this? Shit. This is a wrap. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, 230 million reasons. Well, I'm not I'm not saying it's true, but. Nah, I mean, that's it's true, just, nigga. I know. That's true. Yeah. 
And you probably heard a lot of this shit. She's like, you know what, nigga? I'm staying. Yeah. And you gonna buy me this, that, and third. But you heard there might be some speculation. Let's say he do get suspended for a year, but some more cases come up. They could potentially void that contract. Ooh, yeah. Potentially. So you ain't gonna see all that fully guaranteed money. You know, we don't know how much he paid them twenty them, the twenty lawsuits just now. I'm pretty sure he paid them a nice hefty. Yeah, they got paid for sure. They got paid. I want, I want to shift it real fast to uh go to music for a little bit. Oh, shit. Because, I, you know what's funny? We really ain't talking about this. But it's been a it's been close to a week. Well, in a few days. That Drake album was first reaction. We was all in the group like, bro, what the fuck? We was like, what the fuck, dog? You, 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 you did this. And I was... And I was I was on that side. I was like, man, God damn, Drake, what the fuck? But I say, you know what? Let me actually listen to this album. Let me give it a chance. Let me listen to it full through, not sleepy or nothing, right? Here we go. I didn't know. I'm, I'm not gonna say this is a great. I'm not saying great. I'm not saying good. But if it's in the category of of genre of dance album, take for what it is, right? For me personally, like I said on my Instagram. The producer of this album is the MVP of the album. Out of 14 songs for me, I like I like six. I really, really like two of them. Out of the 14, out of that six, uh, Flights Book and uh, Liability that I really, really, really like on repeat. Everything else is just cool if I hear it. Um, the song with 21 Savage, I really don't care about. It's okay to me. Um, but I think a lot of people was taken back and said it's, it's trash because this is like, what the fuck are you giving us this whole 14 song dance shit? We don't want to hear this, right? But I think now we, in the next week, it's Tuesday, people's like, okay, people starting to figure out they like a couple of songs on here, here and there. But I really want to hear from you because you was like, this shit was garbage. Do you still feel that same way now? That it's yes, like, I do. And I'm gonna tell you no what. songs you like? Nah, don't get me wrong. Okay, listen. Is it a bad project? No. But for what you were trying to attempt, I feel like it was lazy. Yeah. It was very lazy. And the reason why I'm saying that is because, let's say, I've never heard a dance record. I heard More Life. More Life was basically the same album. Yeah. More Life had Passion Fruit, arguably probably one of the greatest songs he ever created. Ever. And you telling me, to put passion fruit against any of these records. Yeah. No. You didn't give me, like, the production. First of all, I don't get what you're talking about with the fucking production. The first, first four songs sound like the same beat. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. When I was listening to it, I listened to it, and I'm like, damn, did this song ever end? Literally. The writing was lazy. Yeah, the ride wasn't good. And for me, I'm like, man, you got all of these resources. And I know you can do it. I heard I heard more life. More life is basically a lot of dance records. Minus like the rap records and shit like that. But he had dance records on more life. Yeah. And I listen to to dance like house music. You know what I'm saying? Like I actually like house music. That shit was subpar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like just from a music standpoint, like I just feel like he could have, he could have, he could have gave more effort. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's a bad project. Do I do I not like him getting into dance? No, I love him getting into dance. I feel like that's something that 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 will expand people's ear. What I don't like is y'all. It's raining, y'all. Y'all pissing in the air, and y'all telling me it's raining. Like, I don't like that shit because it's like y'all niggas is telling me this shit good, and it's not. Oh no, I, I'm not saying it. Was no, good. I'm not saying you, but I'm Yo. saying like the media and people like that. It's like, damn, nigga, like y'all know for a fact this shit is subpar. And they posted. And y'all up. sitting making it seem like, man, this is the greatest Drake album. No, it's nah, not. Hell no, 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 no. It's not. Stop being lazy. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this was a lazy ass album, and I was pissed off even the last song. That's what really pissed me off. Cause I'm like, bro, you gonna give us this subpart shit, and then gonna put a, a rap song at the end? Like, nigga, I'm supposed to just take this shit, and that was subpar. Twenty one yeah, like saved song. this nigga on that shit. He did. He did. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I'm a Drake fan, just like anybody else. But I'm not. I don't give a fuck who it is. When Jay Z dropped. Kingdom Come, I said this shit is garbage. Yeah. I'm not gonna just because that's my favorite rapper. I'm not gonna sit here and say, yeah, this shit is jamming. Like, no, nigga, this is not jamming, mm-hmm. and it's not jamming because I know your standard. Your standard is your standard is a lot more than this, and I get it. I understand what Drake is right now. It's nothing more that you can really say. Because you put in a lot of work, you gave us a lot of work, you gave us a lot of good albums. But if you're gonna dig into this shit, bro, like, where's the Katrinata be? Like, it's a lot of record. Like, bro, you could have came, you could have changed. I feel like it's a missed opportunity, put it like that. He had a bunch of those, though. I told you his missed opportunity with me was views. No, I'm saying, like, but see, the thing, now, look, this is the thing. A lot of people look at views as being a classic. If you go back and listen to views, like, even I had to look at the track list, and I was like, damn. That motherfucker, You know what I'm saying? Like, he can do it. Like, it's not, he's not one of them artists where you listen to it the first time and you just get it. You have to actually listen to Drake from a musical standpoint. But I feel like this was just lazy. This was just like you could have done a lot more and you didn't capitalize off of it. Because I feel like good music, no matter what it is, it's going to go. I don't give a fuck who it is. If your music is good, people are going to like you. No matter what genre it is, what it is. You could play a Jamaican record right now. If that shit go, it go. Burner Boy right now. Straight up. Shit, Tim's. People oh, like yeah, Tim, that. Oh, yeah, Tim's. Like, you can play any type. I can play a jazz record right now. You're like, man, that shit jazz. You don't know what the fuck is going on. You're like, man, that shit, it sound great. This didn't sound great. This shit sounded like you just gave us some shit. Just to say, yeah, this is a dance record. Y'all gonna party this for the summer. This is what I'm giving y'all. And this, is, this is the wave I'm going with. And that's cool. Don't bullshit me, though. See, and, I think and that's just me, and I'm a music head. Yeah, yeah. I listen to music. I actually like listen and depict that shit. Like I try to, I really listen to this shit. And for me, I'm like, dog, like, what do y'all like? I seen J Cole like this shit jam. Like nigga, you know this shit not jam. He was probably lit. <laughs> I, I heard, bro. Hold on. Go listen to Passion Fruit. No, no, I remember. Go listen to Passion Fruit, bro. Like, play it. 
job, yo. Bro, no, get it together. Listen and get it together. That's a house song. This shit is amazing. This shit is amazing, bro. I, bro, just the beginning of this mother, you like, dog, this shit is amazing. Yo. Why would you give us this shit, bro? Hold on. Yo. Wait a second, bro. Hold on, wait a second. You give us this? This text go green. I ain't like that song. I'm fast forward. No, bro. No, no, no. You're not gonna. You're not gonna sit here and tell me this shit is. Fucking amazing when it's subpar. It's not subpar. When you listen to those records, you can tell like this nigga put in some work. Like them niggas was orchestrating this shit. This shit ain't nah, bro. You can't tell me this now. Am I a Drake fan still? Yes, of course. But I expect more from. Him. I think what the like what I have the issue I have with him because I think like you said the word standard. I think we don't look at him as just. One of the top rappers of this generation of this era. We look at him as one of the top artists ever. So let's think of if I name your artist, you could just name me that one album that's an all time musical classic Stevie Wonder. Shit, uh, Songs of My Kid Life. Okay, Michael Jackson. Off the Wall. Right. So, so when we look at Drake, we hold Drake up to that standard where he has that type of signature album. People like to throw in Take Care. That's a hip hop class. People, some will say, some people say he don't have one, right? You know I mean? So I shit, think nothing was the same. Like, right? A lot of, but shit, uh, if you read this, it's too late. Like, but I think we looking for that album that's on, like you said, "Keys of My Life" with Stevie Wonder, Thrill, like that all time, not just that genre class, but that all time music classic that we hold to. Because if you would, most hit makers have that. No cap. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the issue we still have. We don't try to critique. People be like, man, what do y'all want Drake to do? May he give y'all this? No. My issue, like I said with the views, I've been saying this time and time again. The issue with views for me was that he put too many songs on that album. And if he would, if he was just cut it to half, that to me would have been. Okay, so this, this is what you got to look at. His responsibility as just being a businessman, he has to supply so many different genres and so many different crowds. That it's kind of hard for him to make a fully, like, to cut that in half. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's why he started making two two disc albums and, like, just different shit. Like, even this last album, I think CLB was really a rap album, in my opinion. He was, was rapping the majority of the time. But he just, he, as an artist, that he's like, he's a fucking unicorn. You don't see niggas like him every day at all. A nigga that can can do everything. This nigga is literally LeBron. Yeah. And he can't he can't just supply 
That's why I have so much respect for him because he he does what he does and he's he does. I always said this my this. Oh, I think I showed you this already. Yeah, you showed me that. Um, he does what he does and he does it very well. It's just in this case, I feel like he either rested or experimenting. He's experimenting, but you're not really experimenting. This is nothing that you haven't done before. When is that new? When is that new label deal kick in? This already did. You think that that album was the first? That's the person that late on that album, right? Uh-huh. I mean, on that label, that new label. He, that nah, label. uh, CLB was. But I thought he signed it just like last month. He signed some. Nah, he, they 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 put that out. That shit been there. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, bro, just keeping it. Like, if you hold on, this how you know. Bad. I'm about to tell y'all how you know the label. The label shit. Uh, that's just how I look at it, bro. I just look at it as like I'm gonna give y'all a, a, a yeah. It started with CLB because it's uh, OVO Republic. This how you know where nigga is when you look at on Apple Music or Spotify, whatever you look at. When you look at the bottom, if that shit says like. Scorpion says, Young Money, Cash Money. Mm-hmm. The care package says OVO. That means he was in between. Dark Lane demo tape says OVO Republic, which is universal. So, his last album with, with Cash Money, Young Money was Scorpion. Mm-hmm. So, he's been into this, into whatever he's doing right now with, with uh, Universal for a minute now, for at least two years. So, you know, again, when it comes to Drake, man, I just expect so much more from him. That's all. Like, yep. I, don't, I don't, I'm not mad at him. I just, I mean, yes, I am. I'm, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm just disappointed because I expect, like, when I hear Drake, I'm, 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 I'm looking for a certain level of, like, everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to hit that shit, like, from writing to to, to instrumentals, to even when you place the records. Like, he's the top tier of that. He's the only one other than Kendrick and Cole. That's t- and that's another thing. that I'm glad we on this shit. I'm glad, because I've been wanting to say this shit. I ain't talked to y'all about it. Y'all niggas said Kendrick album was boring. Who said, oh, you talking about the people? Never mind. I'm talking to y'all people. Not me. And this shit ain't boring? <laughs> they gave Kendrick all that heat for, for, for what he was talking about on this project when it was honestly, this is a work of art. Yep. This is great. This is amazing. This is the most vulnerable we've seen an artist in a long fucking time. I can't think of another one. Like, on this type of level. The only, the, I mean, the... I can't think of no one who's this vulnerable on the album. Other than Jay-Z on 444. Or even... You can even put Kanye with 808s and Heartbreaks. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one has been this vulnerable at talking some real shit in a long time. And we just looked at that shit as if it was just like, oh, that, that shit was boring. Like, nigga, this nigga's making four songs that sound the same. And that shit ain't boring? 
that's what I'm saying. Like the the, the consistency of that's why I kind of hate Twitter and shit like that because it's a trolling thing. Yeah. To where it's like if it's not hip to whatever, if it ain't violence, if it's not some of that nature, that shit boring. That shit you, you preaching. What you mean, nigga? That's what music is. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. Just like with this dance shit, I seen a lot of people on Twitter talking about what shit. This nigga doing house music, da da da. Like nigga, house music is black people music. And I want to touch on that. I'm gonna let you finish though. Like, let's be realistic. If it's not for you, you don't have to bash it. It ain't. It ain't. It's not for being bashed. It's for you to either appreciate it or move on. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like. We gotta be realistic with what we what, what we what we talking because it feel like now at this point, the quote unquote um, popular shit like the young boy crowd and niggas like that. There's no respect for other artistries, and I don't like it because it it, it dims the light on a lot of motherfuckers who are great, and at the same time, I feel like it's a part of a. Um, it's a part of a a goal, a strategy that these higher beings have. They don't want us to see like I was watching Tank. Tank was saying like nigga, like they don't want to see see the light. They want to see darkness. He was like shit. If 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 I sing, please don't go. They not putting that shit on the radio. But if Sam Smith do the same shit, that shit is going global. You know what I'm saying? And we feed into that bullshit. So I'm just, I I find it hard to really cope with the fact, because you got even with, 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 with us in general, when it, when you, you remember when they started saying like being soulful was a bad thing? Right. Well, nigga, that's you. Yeah. Soul is you. We made it so that we hate ourselves. And that's not, we created all of this shit. We created R&B. We created rock and roll. We created house music. We created um, blues. We created a lot of shit that's now becoming extinct. Yeah. Rock and roll is extinct. We created that shit. They took it. You seeing the same shit with rap. It literally, the, the same shit happened with R&B. What happened, which I love Justin Timberlake and Robin Thicke and all of the, the, the motherfuckers that came, the white acts, the, the Caucasian acts that came in and did their thing because they actually showed love for what we were doing. But what's happening is the same thing they did with Elvis. Chuck Berry did rock and roll. They started taking Chuck Berry records and giving it to Elvis. And it was just a continuous thing. To where now, when the last time you heard a rock and roll song? They turned that shit into metal. Yeah. That's how we die. That's why they started saying that hip hop was dead. Because you start putting a lot of motherfuckers, you start putting the six nines. I feel like all of this shit was planned. Just, and I'm not on no conspiracy theory shit. It's, it's, it's right in front of your face. We know that hip hop is a street oriented genre. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not keep going uh, we know that hip hop is a street oriented um, genre. It, it's many different pockets within it. You know, you got the most depths, the Tyler Qualies, the Rock Hems, 
But all this shit stem from street shit. Right. Um, this this is all street oriented shit, and you start putting snitches, you start like playing with the rules of the, of the streets and things of that nature, which I ain't playing around with that shit. I'm just saying, after a while, it starts to become very visible and very understanding of exactly what y'all's mission is. And I think now, because social media is such a, a, a huge thing, and you got a lot of a lot of artists living in poverty and living in, in different circumstances to where they're glorifying killing each other and, and things of that nature, you start dimming a light on the shit that's actually might change some of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I feel like Kendrick's album was needed. It's needed for black men alone. Nah, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hear niggas killing each other all fucking day. But you want to know who does? White folks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not saying all white folks are bad, but we play into that bullshit. Because when you go to a, a young boy concert, you know who all in the crowd? White boys. They don't know shit about nothing, but we live in that shit. And it's so funny. There was a video of like high school football players. They asked them, um, future or Kendrick. All the black high schoolers said future but the one white boy he said i jam kendrick they nah. look they look they they look man if you go overseas right now they gonna say kendrick all day not only that niggas like most different talib quality even scarface they go overseas they killing they kill it yeah i just seen Kami the machine i seen his tour dates he was in he was in amsterdam not too long because they appreciate our shit more than we do do you not understand what that, what, like, what's that saying? Yeah. They appreciate our shit more than we do. What Kent, what Drake just did, shop, no matter how good the project was, it showed the light on nigga. Y'all don't know shit. Y'all, oh, y'all, he just made some, mm, 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 music is your shit. That's that DC, uh, Baltimore, Baltimore like, that's that jersey, all that shit. That's your shit. And you don't understand that shit. Just like R&B is your shit. Hip-hop is your shit. And we don't take care of our own shit. And, you know, I, I'm sorry. that I don't mean to go on a rant, but that's just something that I've been, think, I've been thinking about for the longest. Like, bro, like, let's stop. If, if you don't like it, that don't mean that you don't have to appreciate it. I don't like a lot of shit, bro. I swear I don't. Yeah. But at the same time, I, un I appreciate and I understand what it's for. I know when shit sounds good, no matter if I like it or not. I can respect it. Yeah. It might not be my cup of tea. I don't like young boy, but I can tell you it's certain shit. It do jam. Yeah, and, and I was going to touch on, too. Um, I think a lot of black folks need to open, expand their horizon when it comes to music genres. Because when you talk to a lot of people... They just believe it's just hip-hop, R&B, and old school, and that's it. But when I ask them, old school, their old school, is it's not 50s, 60s, 70s. Their old school is voice to men. Casey and Joe. Like, no, but, that, but, that's, but that's okay. You got to understand, a lot of people's music, uh, a lot of people's music 
dictionary doesn't go that far back because they're not like music heads. It's more like whatever comes on. You right. know what I'm saying? So like for them, yeah, boys and men, because my mom used to play that shit. Ain't no wrong with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because the point I was going to make was that people don't get to the to the house like that, the lo-fi. Because like I told you before, my first album I ever heard was what my dad played was an artist named Cusco. And that was like on some South American type of vibe. No lyrics. It was I, it was aporimic too. It came out in ninety. I want to say ninety four. That's what I heard. Then I heard Michael Jackson's Bad. Then I heard Prince nineteen ninety nine. And then I heard Run DMC Greatest. Then I got into Bone Thugs. Those are the albums I heard in order. So I didn't start off with hip hop first, but I appreciate. That's why I listen to a lot of instrumentals, and I love instrumentals a lot because that's what I first heard. You wanna know who who? It's funny that you say that because I've been on a kick lately. Um, lately. I've been listening to Smino. Oh, yeah, I like Smino. I feel like that dude is a national treasure. Straight up. Like, people don't appreciate what he is and what he does. Just like when Brent Fayard first came out, I feel I was like, y'all niggas don't know. Why are y'all not listening to this nigga? Like, Smino is the epitome of our culture this man uses his voice as a fucking instrument and it's just creative as fuck and that should be applauded that should be praised that should be looked upon as like damn nigga like and it's a lot of motherfuckers like that in masego like it's a lot of artists out there that just have a special talent that i feel like isn't being and it, it could be the artists as well you, you never know because a lot of the time artists be lazy as shit but I don't know that situation. But like, it's so much music out there. If you expand your musical palette, just piggybacking on what you saying, like what you were saying, like shit, Cusco, nigga. My first album that I listened to was Bob James Maputo. That's one of my favorite songs of all fucking time. Niggas don't even know who the fuck Bob James is. He's probably the most sampled nigga in the world. Joe Sample. Like, niggas like that. Like, if you, right behind you, I got a music collection. When we finish, I'll show it to you. I got a big-ass thing, a CD, every CD you can think of. Like, but that that's because I'm a music. I dig into that shit. I love that shit. That shit does something. It's like, I was telling, I was telling my girl that one day, I was like, that shit low-key better than sex to me. Just because I get that. But I feel like, if you don't understand it, doesn't mean you have to disrespect it. Yeah. You know, that, and that's what I get now just looking on Twitter. And motherfuckers don't give a fuck. Who gives a fuck? But for, for because I care so much, I got so much of a passion for this shit. I don't like to see talented motherfuckers not get they just do just because you don't like it or it's new to you or it's new to your ears. You don't. You're not even giving it a chance. If you don't give it a chance, you don't know how great it is. That's like a nigga on the field or the basketball court who's cold and a bitch, but because the nigga got a receding hot hairline, y'all niggas looking at this nigga like, oh, he's sorry. The nigga still dropping thirty. Yeah, like, what is you talking about? Who gives a fuck? What does the work say? That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all niggas looking at image and looking at what this nigga, who, how many niggas this nigga done shot, what gang he a part of, all this shit. Y'all ain't look, what is his work looking like? That's what matters. What does the work look like? 
what what picture is he painting? What is he getting you through? Like today, I was looking. I was like, shit. Today, the tenth anniversary of the Yellow album. Nigga, that's the epitome of a fucking classic album. I remember where I was when I heard that album. Man, yeah, they need to bring that to Spotify. Hey, so. But, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, a motherfucker who might not have been around during that era might look at that shit and be like, oh, that shit garbage. What are you talking about? Like, nigga, listen. Are we listening? What Jay Z say? Uh, are you niggas just listening? Are you just skimming through it? Like, what are we doing? There's a lot of skimming out here. Stop. Like, you know what I'm saying? And if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say shit. Yeah. Now, if the shit trash, the shit trash. Oh, yeah. And, yeah I mean, but some shit like, bro, we know, we all know that Kendrick, I, I, I'm going to keep it real with y'all, bro. Like, I've been in this industry for a long time. And one thing I hate so much is when a nigga say, oh, this shit too good. It ain't marketable. How is it not marketable? How? How is it not marketable? Yeah. What the fuck you mean it's not good? It's too good. It's too good? That what you telling me? Nah, nigga, either your ear, you just can't catch up. I really believe with the Kendrick album, niggas, because we didn't talk about the Kendrick album. We didn't. I believe with the Kendrick album, niggas started seeing too much of themselves and got scared. I don't want to hear that shit. No nigga, mirror was right in front of you. That's exactly what happened. You started seeing yourself and say, "I don't, mm -mm, I don't want to deal with this shit." Like, that's not like that. Just, I'm sorry, that shit just be pissing me off. Like y'all niggas, Drake proved this point. Even though it sold a lot, cause it's Drake, he sold like two forty. Drake exposed the fact that y'all niggas don't know shit. Y'all niggas just talking. He right. Y'all niggas gonna catch up. Because now Beyonce put out the same type of shit. And now you seen on social media. And everybody like that shit hard. Which it is. Don't get me wrong, it is. But he exposed the fact that you niggas don't know shit. So what do you say to the people that said, Well shit, Beyonce just gave us a single of it. Drake gave us a whole album of it. What about those what do you say to those type of people? What's the difference? The only difference is Drake gave you support, subpar. Of that. That's the only difference. I feel like house music is going to make a return. It's already been here, bro. If you ever been, been to a here, white bro. club, yeah. uh, even like going to all these other spots, it might not be the same type of bounce. But it's been here. When I go to we in Houston now. I go to Pretty Lies, and I, when I used to go to Spire all the time, they play the same type of music. It's the same shit. That's why I love Alley Cat, because Alley Cat played that house music, and they had a floor of dudes actually breakdancing and dancing to the song. I got on my phone right now of some songs. I said, when I hear good music, no matter the store, restaurant, I'm playing a video game, I'm watching a movie. I pull up my Shazam app. I'm like, damn, what song is this? Oh, cool. Instrumental. Pull up some art I never heard of before, but it expands my horizon. Yeah, Robert Glasper. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of niggas that, that, that just come on with it. I did. I remember one time I did that in uh, Miami for NBJ. I was out and I got inside of an elevator and I'm listening to a song. I said, damn, what song is this? If I got an elevator, I pulled it up. You heard, you heard an Amber Mark? Yeah. All the work was on. I said, oh, oh yeah, this song. Man, it's a cheat. Man, y'all got to. 
I don't know if y'all niggas. It's another chick that do house music. Amber. I've been listening to Amber since like 2014. She disappeared. I don't know why. <laughs> but Amber, she was under that father. You remember Father? Yeah. She was under Father. And Amber was cold. Like, still is. Like, great, beautiful voice, everything. Like, it's a lot of artists out here that don't get they just do. It's just, like, it's too many amazing. Artists it's, it's too many. To be honest, it's just too much bullshit out here. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's I, I just got a passion for this shit, and it just be eating me up inside when I see some of this shit that be on Twitter and on Instagram of niggas who don't know shit. Who don't know a goddamn thing? Yeah. Calling shit that's a masterpiece trash. What? I heard somebody say Future's album was better than Kendrick's album. That's crazy. Future's album was ass. I know. Yeah. But that's the it's in it, and that's just the type. I don't know what it is. I mean, cause I feel like, and it's so sad because Kendrick is one of them guys where it's like, unfortunately, like when he's away from the game or he's not making music anymore. People gonna look back and like, damn, this dude really put out nothing but classic because he really have. Going back to um, Overly Dedicated, Section 80, you're going to all these albums he dropped, it's classic after classic after classic. Untitled was just an album he put out, and that shit was great. Like, he makes flow. And it was unmastered. Unmastered. It's like, man, like, this dude is literally, I don't, I always believe in quality over quantity. You know what I'm saying? I always said 2010s was was Kendrick. I all I told you before. I said, dog, Kendrick to me in the 2010s, he didn't drop. He I don't care about hits. Fuck hits. That's Billboard. But he oh, got them hoes. Yeah, he, he got, got them got too. Him. He got them. You know what I'm saying? And and that's my thing. It's like people like to bring up. Well, Drake won ours. That's who who gave you the award? Billboard. We no, I mean, Billboard. but rightfully so, from an artist standpoint, Drake deserved it. That was a safe. And to me, and I told him that was a safe. That was a safer pick. No, he's active. The problem with Kendrick is Kendrick takes too much time off, and I under—it's not a bad thing from an artistry standpoint because I understand why he takes time off. He takes time off to live and make something about something. He don't just make music just because to make music, and I understand it. That's works for him. Everybody can't do that. Everybody's not Nas and niggas like that. Like everybody's not what Kendrick is and Kendrick gives classics every time so he's not gonna put out no subpar bullshit Drake Drake is a businessman he's an artist but he's more of a businessman he knows if I stay in your face for as much as I can he gonna flood the market and can't nobody fuck with me that's I mean that's just plain and simple I'm strategically the best because no one can fuck with me i got everybody behind me bro i have everybody every crowd you can think of and it's not just because i'm drake i make great music i can't name too many bad drake songs other than this album it's just that's he's consistent he's not against contributing or people contributing like that's what music is about at the end of the day I think Kendrick is just He's so much about the art That Drake just overshadows it He's gonna flood the market Every chance he get If it's not 
with him, it's gonna be a feature with little baby. If it's not a feature with little baby, it's gonna be a feature with twenty one. If it's not a feature with him, it's gonna be one with future. It's gonna be one with fucking whoever you can think. Travis Scott, Tra- you know what I'm saying? Like he's like that. Like even Kanye. Kanye is a fucking unicorn. He's Quincy Jones. They can rap. You know what I'm saying? Like he orchestrates shit. He's that good. Like everybody plays their role, but let everybody play their role. Everybody's not in the same lane, in the same category. You can't put Kendrick and Drake in the same category. They two different niggas. That's like putting LeBron up against uh, Steph. They two different niggas. You can't compare these two. You can't compare. Like you can compare Kobe and, and Jordan. You can't compare LeBron and Jordan. So it's more so Kendrick and Cole, basically. You can't even compare them two. Yeah. You just can't. He's like in the middle between him and between Ken. As far not as far as ranking wise, but like as far as style wise, he's he's in in between. Cause he gonna pop out every song. He's popped out more now than he ever has since. I mean, you know, since the beginning. But like, you can't really compare them to like. That's all I'm saying, bro. I know I'm going on a motherfucking rant, but, but like, I think that's what helped J Cole's longevity with with the younger crowd too. Is when he accepted the JIDs, the Earth Gang, the people with that label. When he, I think that was a turning point. Because remember, a lot of he was against. But don't. Young, but see, this is what I'm saying. Don't down him for that. I, I'm not. No, that's no I'm not saying you. I'm saying yeah. the audience. Don't. That, he's playing his role. Yeah. That's his role. Yeah. Drake can't. Can't. Drake. You let me, tell me an artist that Drake has signed the OVO right now that's gonna pop, or has ever popped. Right. He can't build artists. It's not him. Cole can. He fumbled the weekend. He fumbled the weekend. Can you imagine if the weekend stayed with OVO? Drake is a megastar. Yeah. Cole can create a whole dynasty if he really wanted to. He got a whole lane within himself that they just control. Ari Lennox, J.I.D., Earth Gang. The list goes on. He developed them. Drake can't do that. Because he plays on such a high level, he expects everybody else to play on that same level. You know what you know what it reminds me of? What? Drake, if this was if this was sports, Drake is the type of guy that would try to make a championship now. I want, I want the ring. He's LeBron. Cole is like, I'm building this dynasty, and this dynasty gonna stay here for the next twenty. Years. He's Tim Duncan. You know what I'm saying? It, those are literally. Kendrick can't be. Kendrick's like Kawhi. Yo. Get, just let me. You handle everything else. Yeah. I'ma just do my job. Yo. Whatever that is, and I'ma do it on my time. Yo. I'ma do my job. He's Kawhi. Yo. He gonna get the job done. Because Dreamville, if you talk about Dreamville versus OVO, Dreamville's, oh, my God. And it's so sad because OVO got some people I like. But G. Jordan, I like I like them, but nobody listens to them because they're not getting pulled out there. It's not only that. You don't have – I don't feel like Drake has the mindset to develop. He doesn't – use like what Wayne did for him, I don't know if he knows how to do that for everybody else. No. Wayne could step out. Of, that's why I always say I think Drake didn't take a break, just because give your give everybody else a chance to fight. You're not giving nobody a chance to fight just because nigga you popping out every day. Yeah. 
Like, Ain't no can't nobody do shit. You, like, who, who's on his label right now, currently? I uh, what's the nigga name? Division. Division. Shit, but bro, like, look, come on. Like these are some great eggs, but you don't have the infrastructure. Not I won't say he has the infrastructure. He doesn't have the mindset to develop those artists to become what they can become. That's the problem. It's just all about him right now. I mean, it's always been about Drake, and it's not a problem because all they do. You put into the pipe. Have you noticed every time a, a player go play with LeBron, that shit is over with, boss. They sacri- They got to sacrifice their game. That's what this nigga is. He's a LeBron. 100%. That's just who he is. Cole, that nigga came right behind Jay-Z. That was his David Robinson. Yeah. Oh, I got Ari and I. Oh, these are my Ginobili's and Tony Parker's. And I still, shit, shit. Now Jay is is Greg, is Pop. Kendrick is Kawhi. I'ma go do whatever the fuck I want to when I feel like it. That's just how I look at it. That's why I say like, let's stop comparing these niggas. Let's stop comparing a young boy to a fucking Kendrick. Like I hate when I see. I know they trolling and shit, but I hate when I see on say cheese niggas be like, he ain't young boy. <laughs> Okay, bro. Who gives a fuck, nigga? Like, young boy got his fan base, and, and yeah, I, like, and that's cool. Like, if the, if y'all love young boy, cool, but bro, like, let's stop, let's stop this shit, bro, and expand your your mind. You can like more than one thing, bro. You don't have to listen to one thing all fucking day. Yeah, you ain't gotta listen to trap all day. You ain't listen to conscious rap all day. You just yeah. there's, there's so much to music. Though. I get ratchet sometimes. I mean, you wanna listen to some yeah. I mean, you said Pooh Shacks was the song of the year last year. Yeah, shit. I used to listen to Pooh Shacks like shit. Dirk. I fuck with Dirk. Yeah. I fuck with Dirk. I just hope the niggas just stop killing each other. But yeah. Yeah, I know that's the issue. Damn. Damn, this is a good one though. Uh, any last words? Oh, uh, we ain't doing the relationship shit. We'll we'll do it next week. Okay, you getting late? Yeah, we'll do it next week. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I got long winded, bro. Nah, we'll do it. Ne- we'll do it next week, though. Let me let me know. Okay, I think I should be back. Was it because of me? Nah, you're good. Oh. I was I was I was actually gonna skip it to next week anyway, because the person I want to have on the, the uh, I ain't show you that TikTok bit, that hand, the video. Nah. So, did you see it? Nah, I've seen it. It was a girl. So basically, a girl made a TikTok of my uh, hinge profile, and was just dissecting like a little bit. It was she didn't roll. She didn't roll. She didn't roll me nothing like this. So she randomly picked you? Yes, because she did two other people before me, and I didn't know. I got it. I got the video sent to me on Instagram, and I looked and I said, "The hell!" So she was going to like my the how the hinge profile was and everything dissecting it, and then uh, I put on there like. I haven't been to the, I haven't been out to the country, y'all, but y'all. She like, oh, he ain't been out the country. Oh, red flag. Oh, oh yeah, nah, Shimmy be perfect for this one. But Shimmy, she seen it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we'll, Shimmy we'll do that next week. Oh, she's coming. Shim, Shimmy, yeah. Oh no. no oh, but no, the girl that did she got she she's out of town, right? That's why she can't come today. So she coming next week. Oh yeah, y'all let's do it. Yeah. So that's yeah, so that's be going. Oh, on. Shit, I don't know well, maybe mean. not next week, but whenever you get back. Okay, bitch. I gotta see that shit. Like damn. No, that'd be dope. Yeah, yeah I think her and Shimmy would be a perfect match for this shit. But the thing is, Shimmy agreed with what I was saying. I'm surprised. People like like yeah, been out the country. Yeah. So the th- okay, Shimmy so got on my ass because she wanna be. She wanna so be. So we'll touch it. Huh? You do? I didn't have it. I just got my passport. So where y'all going? Shit. Wherever, nah. Yeah, I'm on my man T 
Tika tomorrow Cancun for my birthday. I'm good. Oh yeah. So this this was the question. Drink enough tequila for me. Nah, shit. You gonna get drunk? Yeah, I am. I'm DJ Mom buying the Dom Perignon. Y'all leaving tomorrow? Yeah, we're leaving on Thursday, but we're going to New York tomorrow. But this is the question, though. We ain't got to answer it right now. The question was going to be: Do people set unrealistic expectations when it comes to dating? I always tell people like this. I told I told Alexis. You say that again. Do people, men and women, do people set unrealistic? Expectations when it comes to dating. That was gonna be the question, but we're gonna save that. Save your thought. That's a whole other week we can have. We're gonna do it. That's gonna be a crazy episode. I appreciate y'all. Real double kill. We are out. Peace.